I'm trying to figure out different things concerning love. One means that it love believes all things. I want to figure what that means. And it says um, believing all things means to give others the benefit of the doubt. We expect the best and we are able to overlook the offenses of others. Um, another thing that love does is that it endures all things, which means, according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, to endure means to continue in the same state or to remain firm under suffering or misfortune without yielding. The transitive verb means to undergo, especially without giving in, which means, or in other words, to suffer or enduring hardships or great pain. And to regard the acceptance or tolerance. Um, then there's the love that hopes all things. Okay. Now to hope all things means that we never consider another to be a lost cause. It means that we never give up on each other. Even when we see one another fall and fall hard. So if we read in the Bible, it talks about love, believing all things, enduring all things. It even bears all things. Now to bear all things comes from a root word meaning to cover. And it is related to the word indicating a roof or a covering that offers protection from the elements. Okay. Basically, love bearing all things means that love persists and perseveres through difficulties. Well-known um, paraphrases render the thought of love has the power of undergoing all things or love never gives up. I think that there is a great benefit of love when it comes to having, especially if you are gifted or even anointed as myself in love, the importance to steward the things that we carry is very important. Whatever we are anointed in, we also must steward. Sometimes we can become very enamored in love in itself. In other words, we can start to believe that when we are mistreated, abused, or neglected, or treated in such a way that is terrible, that we are in the process of bearing the difficulties of such things. But... Those things can be easily misconstrued when we reflect upon the scripture of what love actually is in bearing all things. Bearing all things, yes, it does necessarily, it does mean to persevere and to, perse uh, uh, to persist. However, you don't have to keep yourself in harm's way to per persevere and persist. Because you also must have a love for God, a love for who you are, and a love for oneself. Loving oneself is loving God, since we were made in his image. So loving oneself does not mean to be selfish, but it means to be selfless. It also means to um, love God with all our heart, mind, body, and soul. Whenever you are in a predicament where you are being mistreated, mishandled, abused in any kind of way, be it physically, emotionally, or verbally, sometimes people like to try to tag on, but I love him, or but I love 
her. And yes, it is very powerful. It has the ability to create a strong hold, if not stewarded properly. Sometimes the persistence can leave us stuck if we put it in a wrong category. It is not a good idea to place a person in a category of such deserving love unconditionally when it hurts us or when it beats us or when it causes great difficulty in our minds. What that is created to do is to draw a counterfeit perception of what love is not. Love is not full of pain and hurt, but love knows how to persevere through pain and hurt and trials and difficulties so that in the end, love wins. Okay, but when you are in a predicament of being battered or beaten, bruised or even abused, even if it is down to your emotional level, and only that, or only the verbal or even all three verbal and emotional and physical, then love will tell you that it's time to depart. Love will tell you that it is time to depart so that now you can persevere through the difficulties of breaking the ties that bound you to what was not good, to what you assumed that love to be. Where anything that binds you to something not good, that creates a bitter root, is not of God, but it is of the enemy, so that you can have a perverted view of what love really is. It distorts what love really is, so that you can believe that going through something like that, rather it is beating or betraying or whatever it is, is consistent in anything rooted in anything negative. You will believe that you are persevering and persisting in the difficulties of being in a relationship that is not beneficial to who you are. But love is something that also creates. And love does not want you to be broken. You come to love broken sometimes. But what love does with the broken pieces is it pieces it back together again and fixes it up even stronger than what it was before. So love mends. We are speaking in love in terms of the fact that love is God. Love is God. It was God's love that sent his only begotten son. That whosoever should believe upon his son, Jesus Christ, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. But he watched the difficulties that his son had to go through and how he persevered and persist. So that the fulfillment of what he came here to do, which was the fulfillment of the law, would be had. Therefore reconciling us back to God. Now we have eternal life through the ultimate sacrifice of God. He persevered, but in the end, there was victory. In the end, there was greatness that came out of the difficulties and perseverance, the persevering and persistence of love. The end result of love is not death, but the end result of sin is death. So whenever you think that you're operating in love, and it's the type of love that's beating you and killing you, that indeed is not love. That indeed is lust. 
Why? Because you're carried away by the desires that you have within yourself. The desire to be loved, the desire to be wanted, the desire to be needed, the desire to fill a void that only God can, but because I don't know how to get God to fill that void, I get people to fill that void, and people are going to disappoint you because there's no one person in this earth that does not disappoint. The only non-disappointing, non-disapproving that you will get is from God because he is your creator. Again, you were created in love. You were created in love to be loved by recognizing love. When you recognize love, it's because you understand that you've seen love and you've seen that love through God. Even if you feel like you haven't received that love in the earth, you were created in that love and therefore you have to tap into the love that created you, that holds on to your identity and that is God because his hands and his words created you into existence. And so when you understand that love and you understand the dynamic and the reciprocal of that love, then you'll understand what love truly is. But when you are persisting and constantly being battered, beaten, hurt, bru- bruised and abused, that is not love. That is someone searching to try to find or even someone who is used to the things that continue to go on and on and on and you become accustomed to it within yourself and your mind is so broken that you're so used to receiving it. Maybe even deceptively you've taken the fruit that is unforbidden and you decided that you wanted what it offered but when you took a bite of it you found out that it was bitter but you couldn't let go of what you have connected yourself to because then you've made a covenant in some kind of way that needs to be broken and truly only love the love who created you the love that understands you can break the power of that tie yes it is true love hopes all things believes all things endures all things bears all things Love never fails. So love should never have you falling to the ground. Love should never have your mind stuck in a trance of uncertainty. Love should never draw out confusion. Because what love does is bring clarity. Mm -hmm. Love is seen by its actions, but it is not presenting itself In such a way that it has to put on to be seen. Because love is always recognized by the actions of the one who carries the love. Love is not carried in the arms or the hands of those who don't recognize God. Even if they don't know the name of God, there are certain things about God that are within them. That they are just unaware of that they carry. Which gives them the ability to love. But when you are spoken in love. And love has breathed into you for you to be able to breathe. Love is second nature. But the defilement of love. Is believing that you must put conditions upon love. When love in fact is unconditional. When love in fact. True love. Is unconditional. The defilement of love is the feeling of love being conditional. The defilement of love means that you must meet certain conditions in order for you to be able to afford the love that is given. Love does not mean that you can't love unless conditions are met. Love is unconditional in the fact that even rather it is distant or far, love still loves. 
But one thing love is not is love is not foolish. Love is not foolish because love persists and perseveres and endures and bears beyond comprehension. Placed in the right mindset, placed in the right categories to produce something greater at the end of what love ultimately was buried as a seed to produce. Different things spring up from love. When I endure and I persevere through whatever it is, any difficulties in life, when I get past all that I had to endure, I get to win and I get to enjoy the victory and I get to be blessed beyond measure because of what I endured. Mm -hmm. But there's a difference when you place yourself in such a situation where you have to endure. When you put yourself in a situation where you have to persevere through those difficulties. Oftentimes, the things that we can avoid, we don't avoid and we place ourselves in the sinking sand. And we have to call upon the love, which is God, to pull us out of the sinking sand that we put ourselves into. Running after our own desires and trying to fill our own voice by use of human hands or a human heart or human words. We have to come to the understanding that the perseverance, the bearing, the hope should not be placed in what we desire, but it should instead be placed in what God desires for us. Mm -hmm. One thing about love is that love is whole. Love is complete. It will always be whole and complete. Having no codependency upon anyone's conditions. Love just loves. Yet love in its proper definition is God. And everything that is God is love. Therefore, it is the greatest of all things. Love created all things. Love instructs all things. And the principles that are found in love especially the love letters of God, which is written in his word, the Holy Bible, the Holy Word of God, are rooted and grounded in love. It's rooted and grounded in him. It's rooted and grounded in God, which is love. That is why love bears all things. It has the capabilities to do so. Even the depths of the sea are held up by love. We have to understand the weight of love. And the only way to do that is to draw nigh unto God, who is love. You will understand that love is God when you go into 1 John 4 and 16. It says we know how much God loves us. Mm -hmm. We have put our trust in his love. And all who live in love live in God. And God lives in them. So if you're living inside of love. Mm -hmm. then that means that God is inside of you. And so anyone to say that they love you must understand love. And the only person who can say that they love you is someone who lives in God and God in them. The absence of God is the absence of love. 
So I will say to myself and all who listens, Do you love? Do you understand that love is not going to abuse you, hurt you, destroy you? Do you understand that to persevere in love and go through life's difficulties sometimes refers for you to disconnect from anything that has you bound? And the perseverance and the persistence is what you have to go through to detach yourself from that which is contaminated and a counterfeit of love. It is time to heal. It is time for our hearts to be fully healed from the things that have come into our hearts as a counterfeit of love and be set free in our minds by drawing closer to God, who is love, and closer to His Son, Jesus Christ, which is the way to God and the only way to God because of His ultimate sacrifice. He is the living, breathing testimony of God. And we must go unto Jesus, repent of our sins, lay down those things that are wrought, and give to God our hearts for him to mend. Because we know that Jesus can carry our hearts to love, which is the Father God, who will mend all things and bring all things together for his glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for your love. Thank you, God, O Lord. For turning our minds and our hearts around to understand what love is. Help us to detach from those things that call itself love, but is void of God. For we know that if anything has love, then it has God. Because anything that is in love is in God. Because God is in love and God is love. And we just thank you, God, for your love. And we pray, O oh God, that you allow us to put on love in its proper form and use it as a way, O oh God, to bring you glory. Help us to steward the love that you've given us. Those that you've called in love, O oh Lord, let us love unbreakably according to the way that you would have us to love. Help us to walk out in love the way that you would have us to walk out love in our lives. and Be a true representation of God, true representation of our Father God. In Jesus' name, amen.